What's good? What's good? What's good, baby? It's your boy, Truex, the sports junkie, and welcome to MBS Central. Let's talk about it. Man, of course, I got the homie in the building from the Bay Area. I'm rocking the San Jose Sharks right now, even though they're not in the NHL Finals right now. But my man took me to my first NHL game. So what up, Gio? So I'm, I'm representing. Yeah, uh, what's going on, man? Friday night. What's better is a Friday night with MBS. Let's talk about it on. Yes, sir. <laughs> um, uh, you know, we apologize. We apologize to everybody with the, you know, the inconvenience for um this past this past week moving the show to Friday, but I'm glad we're able to give you the show tonight. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And my background, that's our logo for the show. Um, right now, we have some renovations right now going on in my office. So right now, I'm actually in a garage, my garage. So if there's an echo, my apologies to you guys. But we hit a rock and roll. We're going to have a good time regardless, though, Keo. So what's up, Keo? Um, all right, man. So we're going to kick with um, more of a sensitive topic. We're going to discuss about the, the ruling of the Breonna Taylor uh, situation that's been going on. But uh, before, um, before we continue this, I'm going to bring on a special guest that wants to speak on this particular topic from the sin podcast show i'm gonna have sin come on right now okay okay hey what's up you guys what's going on what's up true <laughs> what's, what's going up, on Yo? nice to see y'all on the show salute how you guys right. doing today <laughs> It, it, it's a mixture of emotions, mixture. Mixture, I feel you. No. Nope. So, um, so we're gonna, so we're gonna speak. So we're gonna speak on the ruling on the Breonna Taylor case right now. So, since since you since you're a special guest, I'm gonna get. I want to get your reaction off of the ruling from this case. Um, the ruling was really touching me being a black woman and, you know, it, it really touched home. It felt like, you know, a lot of cases where the police get um, off and it's really devastating. Another um, police officer got acquitted for such a crime. Everybody saw the video. Everybody heard about it. Everybody knows what's happened. But Unfortunately, none of the none of the police officers got charged. I think one of the officers actually got fired, but no one ever got charged for her murder. I think it's devastating that they actually charged one of the police officers for shooting the wall, but not actually shooting Brianna, which is like really bad because um Brianna is like a human life like all of us, and you know that touched home just being human and being a black woman i feel like justice should have been served and i think more needs to be done i know there's still protests going on in louisville right now but everyone wants to know what's going to happen next and i'm just hoping 
hopefully, you know, justice will be served. So I'm, I'm really devastated what happened. And I kind of knew it was going to happen. But at the same time, it hurt. Definitely, definitely. Uh, Q, if you don't mind me going next. And Sarah, yeah, I appreciate you for coming on here. You are a black female. And uh, it's very touching to me. A lot of people might be wondering why. Well, X, you haven't been posting, you know, stuff about it. I advise everybody out there, man, you know, I, we look for change in so many different ways. And right now I'm in school. Right now I'm in school. And I was telling some of my friends, I was like, man, I'm about to study law. Because, you know, at, one, at, at some point we gotta say to ourselves, you know, we can protest, we can talk about it, we can post, but what are we gonna do about it? And yeah. I'm at the point now, I'm like, you know what? I can post all that all day and that's cool, but something gotta change because there's no reason for that young lady to have to lose her life in the fashion that she did. It, 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 it's, it's heartbreaking. I have three daughters that are black girls. And you know, that, that, that if something happened to them in, the, in any fashion, but in this fashion where they were clearly, you know, killed while they were sleeping, Come on, man, something has to be done about that. So um, my thoughts and prayers are definitely with Brianna Taylor and her, her family. Um, but we gotta, we gotta make a difference, we gotta do better in this world, y'all. We have to like, we have to try to make change. You know, it's cool, like I said, for protesting, I'm with y'all, do it. But really, we gotta put ourselves in, situ in, in situations where we can actually truly make a change within the law. So I, I, I plead, I beg to everybody out there, if you're thinking about going to school, all my young people go into law, let's make a difference that way. Let's truly make a difference. And that's where I'm at, Keo. Definitely. Actually, true, going back to that, the lawmakers in Louisville, they recently are, they're trying to pass a law right now where it's to where there is like the no, no knock, no warrant. So they're trying to pass it where... They, they're they're going to have a statewide where, you know, where they did no knock warrants, they're going to eliminate that. So I don't, hopefully, you know, this doesn't go on like where Brianna, she wasn't even doing that. Like you said, she was sleeping and they came in her home and they shot her. She didn't even know she she probably didn't even know what was going on. It's, it's really sad. Her life had to end like that at 26 years old. That's right. A baby, a baby, 26 years old. You still a baby. That's crazy. Kyo, man, what's your thoughts? Um, <laughs> um, I'm, I, I want to say that I was, I'm going to say I wasn't surprised by the ruling. Um, I knew something, uh, unfortunately, which I definitely don't agree with because she didn't do nothing wrong, man, and uh, gets her life her life got taken away and um, the, none of the police officers gets charged for anything, man. Like nothing at all. Like, I, I, I mean, I, 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 I don't, I'm like speechless towards this, man. And I seen yesterday in, in the, I, I seen, I seen yesterday, Yesterday in the uh, the Lakers game, LeBron, uh, LeBron, he was um, 
he was very emotional in this game. And uh, I, I know it was tough for him. And um, man, this is this is a tough situation for anybody to be in. And um, my prayers out to the entire city and to her family, man. Definitely. Hopefully change will come about. Like, you know, like you said, true. It, it takes like us knowing the law and knowing what to do in those type of situations and not being a part of, you know, a part of the, another victim, being a part of the victim as far as justice, as far as everything going on. You need to know like the laws and need to know what you, um, like when you get pulled over by a police officer, you need to know what to do and what to say and what your rights are. Cause then they're gonna take that away from us if we don't know. And you know, and Sim, with all due respect, you know, I agree with that, but at the same time, then her situation, she wasn't yeah. pulled over. She yeah. wasn't, you know, resisting arrest. She, she was in an unfortunate situation. And when I say learn the law, I'm saying actually to all my young people, become lawyers, become yeah. politicians. We need good people that's gonna fight for us to be in those powerful positions. So it's it's more than just knowing the law and we know all the situations we can keep on speaking about, but Breonna Taylor's situation is totally different. She was sleeping. She didn't commit a, a crime. She wasn't doing anything wrong. She was in her house and she dies and yet still, still, Nobody, no, nobody goes to jail for it. It's but you know, what's, you know what's crazy, True, okay. We need good black lawyers. We need those good black lawyers to stand up. And then half of the police department that you see in the South are their head. The head people are black. Black, um, off black. Um, the head of the the head of department is a black male. So that's something right there needs to be needs to be touched. And they need like more reform. More more stuff needs to go on. Like you said, we do need more pot, more black people in law and people knowing law, but we need those people to stand up and do what's right too. And that's the, that's the key piece. We need people that's in positions of power that wanna do right. Just ethics. You learn that in any field you go in, ethics. And you gotta wanna do the right thing, period. Kill. Um. <laughs> I I said my piece what I had to say. Um, um, I, I'm I I don't got much else to say as far as this goes. Um, my thoughts and prayers out to the Taylor family and the, the like I said to the entire city. But um, then you got the protests going on, and um, man, I hope I hope change does come soon, and the best way to do it is. You got to vote, man. If people want to make that change, the best way is to vote. And this November is your opportunity to do that if you guys want to make that change. Uh, let me say this too, Keo, and I'm glad Sin's on here. To Sin and to every Black woman out there, I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. And I want y'all to know I need y'all to be strong. And we're going to be strong right by your side, man. For real, for real. And we appreciate you for coming on, Sin. Definitely. Thank you guys for having me on. I know you guys are not going to be on the entire show, but it was nice seeing you, True. Thank you, Keel, so much for having me on the show. 
check me out, Tim Podcast. Um, go on Tim Coleman on Instagram. But thank you again, you guys. You guys have a blessed night. It was a pleasure. And yes, we got it. We got it. We got to come together on this, and we got to hopefully change will happen. And we just got to be strong. I know this is really disappointing for a lot of people, but the fight's not over. You know the the it, it goes on, and um, I pray you know change will happen. But I know it's gonna take a lot more. But thank you so much for having me on the show, you guys. You guys have a nice show, and good night, you guys. Salute. Good night. Thank you. Bye. Peace. There you have it, Sin Man from the Sin Podcast. Y'all make sure y'all check it out. Kill every Wednesday, man, I believe. Yeah, every Wednesdays. Yeah, y'all definitely check her out, man. She's super positive, super dope, man. And um, maybe we need to bring it to the MBS crew. Oh! oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I don't know how she would feel towards that, but... <laughs> oh, oh, oh. All right. Um, all right. Let's so let's move. Uh, you know, with uh, you know, a topic like this is is really tough to transition to the rest of the show. But you know, the show must go on. And um, let's go, man. So it was a busy week in sports, man. Sports is definitely back. Uh, uh, it's back in full effect. We got, you know, we got the NFL season in effect. We got the um, NBA finals. Uh, we're getting close to the NBA finals. We got Major League, the baseball, the playoffs uh, approaching soon. We have college football kicking into play this week. The SEC finally plays. Um, and that's not good. For teams like LSU, Florida, Auburn, but really good for a team, but, but really good for a team like Alabama, though. But um, um, and then we are uh, you major a major UF major UFC event coming up uh this tomorrow, man. Adesanya against Costa, huge matchup. This is um, I'm not definitely gonna not miss that. Uh. Uh, then oh, and then the WNBA uh finals also, so we can't forget about that. Also, gotta show love to the ladies, the NHL Stanley Cup finals. So everything's back into effect, man. So I'm definitely looking forward to this very exciting time for sports, despite the situation that we're all in right now due to the pandemic. But with that being said, the first thing we're gonna kick off with is the NBA playoffs. Yes, sir. So, um, so let's go to our, uh, so let's go to our first topic for tonight, man. So nuggets down three, one <laughs> after what uh, LeBron and AD and the boys were able to do that night. So what are the chances that you do give the nuggets? What's the game to come back from three, one down? It's over. It's over. Look, I want to say this to Jamal Murray. I have become a fan. I, You are one of my favorite players in the NBA now after what I've seen in this bubble. But it's over, man. LeBron James is going to win the NBA Finals and the Lakers. Um, I think the next game, it's over. I don't think it's going to go past game five. I think, you know, the Nuggets, they, they've been great in these playoffs. Coming back from 3-1 twice. But 
this time won't be a charm for them. They're going to be going back. They're going to be going back to Denver empty-handed. The Lakers are going to take, you know, this series. And I believe they're going to win the NBA Finals. But, I mean, kudos to the Nuggets. I appreciate what they did. Like I said, Jamal Murray, you a bad, bad, bad boy. Oh, man, you definitely gained a fan after what I've seen in this bubble. You know, I knew what you could do at Kentucky, but you, man, you've literally taken the Nuggets on your shoulders and was like, you refused to lose in a lot of games. You could have thrown in the towel after being three, down 3-1 three, to the Jazz and what Donovan Mitchell was doing. You could have gave it, threw in the towel what Kawhi Leonard and the Clippers did, being down 3-1. But Jamal Murray, the Denver Nuggets showed great heart. There may be a player away from actually, you know, possibly winning an NBA championship. But if Jamal Murray keeps growing, Jokic keeps growing, they'll be right back in the thick of things. Every year, they're one of the top seeds. I think Nuggets fans should be happy with them. I think when they get back to Denver, they should throw them a party. They should be waiting at the airport for them and um, cheering for them. But shout out to the Nuggets. But at the end of the day, man, they got two dudes on the other side that it's just, it's just too much to overcome. Anthony Davis, LeBron James, two top five players in the league right now. LeBron's probably the best player in the world in a lot of people's minds. Um, and the way AD's playing right now, He's a man on a mission. So I got the Lakers closing it out in game five, Keo. Um, well, finally, something that we could definitely agree <laughs> on. <laughs> um, I I told myself that I told myself that if this series, if if LA was gonna win last night, a very close game that the series was going to be over. And the reason why people say, oh, maybe they could do 3-1 again. Hell no, they're not going to do no damn yo again, down 3-1 again, because this is the thing. When they did that against the Jazz, nobody saw that coming. When they did that against the Clippers, people people were brushing it off like, oh, that ain't going to happen, man. They ain't going to do that again. It's against the Clippers, really? But guess what? They did it again. But, dude, this is a different beast. This is a different monster. It's the Los Angeles Lakers. They're, they just cause a different matchup problem when it comes to um, when it comes to the Lakers. And um, their rotation is just completely different. And when it comes to LeBron, he causes matchup problems, man. When it, when it comes to AD, he causes a matchup problem with you. Jokic, because Jokic could take this guy outside compared to, um, uh, you know, Montre somebody like a Montrez Harrell or, you know, a Rudy Gobert. So this is a completely different matchup. And the Lakers, they seen what happened in the last two series, and and, and they're telling themselves, we ain't going to let this happen. Not on our right. watch. We're, we're, we're here to win the title. We're And you act like the Lakers don't have any type of motivation, man, especially with, uh, you know, LeBron. He's a very vocal when it comes to the situation that has happened with, you know, Breonna Taylor, George Floyd and everything that's been going on in, in this country. And he's been very vocal about it. And this is motivating for him. You think they're not going to do this for Kobe? <laughs> This this And that's one thing I do want to see, man. A lot of people don't want to see the Lakers win. I do. I want to see the Lakers win, and I want to see this. 
I want to see them do it for Kobe, man. I want to see the, them do it for the Black Mamba. And LeBron, you know, he he put he said it himself, man. He said, "Dude, I'm gonna put I, I'm gonna I'm gonna carry uh, his name, man." And um, he he's sticking by it, and I believe that the series is gonna end in in five games. But you know, I'm I'm very impressed with the Denver Nuggets what they've been able to do, though. Jamal Murray, I was I have never been high on him. I was never high on him since he came out of Kentucky. I was never high on him throughout this series. Uh, even last year, even the start of this season. I, I took notice to Jamal Murray in the Clippers series. I was like, I was like, okay, I, I, I see what this guy could do now. I, I think this guy is a, I think this guy, you know, um, I, I, and I feel bad, man, because we didn't, nobody voted Jamal Murray in the NBS top 15 rankings. Oh, that, that'll change next year. That's going to yeah. change next year. Buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but you know, shout out to Jamal Murray. He's definitely, you know, something that you can't forget for when when we when we talk about the bubble, you gotta talk about Jamal Murray. So so um yeah, shout out to the Nuggets, man. But I have the series ending. All right. So uh so with that being said, uh we do have a game that's going on right now. I'm not sure what the score is because we're live doing the show right now. So uh, I got you, Lord. I got you I just, right now. I know the series is three-one right now. Um, Miami is up three-one. They could possibly end it tonight. So true. Well, what we? What you got? Boston's up eight right now. Eighty-three seventy-five, according to my phone. Okay, Boston, man. So I hope Boston wins because I got Boston going to the NBA Finals. So Jason Tatum. Jalen Brown, Kemba, do not let me down, man. I want to see Lakers and Celtics in the finals. But uh, with that being said, that wraps up our um, NBA segment, and uh, we'll be back. Um, we'll be back uh, next week to talk. Let about me ask you this real quick, Kyo. Will Go they ahead. come back in the series? I huh? think if they win tonight, they'll win the series. Yeah, I think Boston. If if Boston wins tonight, I think. Miami's mo- momentum may be get may get shot down, and it, it'll it'll uh get Boston to win two more games. I agree. All right, so let's move on to our next topic, and we're gonna talk about some NFL. So, NFL man, um, it was a huge weekend uh this past week in the NFL, obviously uh. Week three has already started. Um, you know, I know that I was one of two people from the MBS pound that picked Miami to win over the Jacksonville Jaguars last night. I know True's not happy about that. He's not happy about his fantasy team. He's not happy about that pick. But let's talk about what happened in week two. So week two, man. So as of right now, after two weeks of football, man, how do you have – who are the top five teams according to True's Power 5 rankings? Okay, so this is going to come somewhat of a shock to people as far as my top five because I'm big on if you win, 
you gotta be, you gotta lose before I can demote you. But I'm solely basing this on what I've seen up until this point. Okay, so coming in at number five, this may be somewhat of a shock to some people, but it's not a shock to me. I actually picked this team to win a division. I'm going with the Pittsburgh Steelers. I like what I'm seeing from them. I think their defense is amongst the elite. I think that this team is for real. They can run the ball. Connor missed the game. Vinny Snell steps in. He goes over 100. I feel like they have a good running game, good offensive line. And, of course, you know, Ben's healthy, man. Ben is going to put up numbers. You saw what Juju Smith did last game. I just think as a whole, this team is going to be a team to be reckoned with in the AFC. So they're coming in at number five for me. Coming in at number four, I'm going with a team that I'm kind of shocked about, but maybe others ain't, and that's the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Jones, Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams. I didn't expect them to be this good this early. Now, granted, beating the Vikings and the Lions is not the the two greatest wins in the world. I get it. But two division games, they got both of them. They, they, you know, Rodgers is looking like that bad man that we know and love. So for me, that team right there, they look like they may be in the, in the thick of things for the NFC. And number three is my clear cut right now, favorite from what I'm seeing in the NFC, and that's the Seattle Seahawks. Russell Wilson right now, the season ended today, would be my MVP. Obviously, we're only two weeks in. Um, that running game with Chris Carson, I think it's been really good for them. Even Carlos Hyde has come in and had some good runs. But then when you look at Lockett and then that man-child, DK Metcalf, I really believe at the end of this year, we'll look back and be like, DK Metcalf is a bona fide superstar. Him and Russell Wilson, they're, they're, that, that tandem is going to be tough to beat. Uh, and then you add in Jamal Adams on defense. Yes, he struggles in the passing game here and there, but he's always in the mix of where the ball is at, and he's always making great plays. So for me, I'm going Seattle as the, the best team in the NFC. And my top two teams, this is what I want to get to. I'm going Kansas City as number two. And that might come as a shock to some people because – Kansas City is the defending champs, and everybody knows how I feel about Patrick Mahomes. But they didn't look great last week versus the Chargers. Yeah. They looked okay. They did it. They did, I'm, I'm being honest. And they got the job done, so I respect it. But I need to see more from them. I need to see. I thought McCall Hartman would take the next step in becoming that number two receiver. Yes, yeah, Sammy Watkins had a good first game, but they need – their receivers to step up more than just Tyreek Hill. They need that number two guy to be McCall Hartman um, on a week-to-week basis. Or if it's going to be Sammy Watkins, he needs to be on the field and not be hurt all the time. If it's Robinson, it needs to be Robinson. But they need some production from that, that other receiver position. So I'm going with them at number two. My number one team right now, offensively, defensively, passing game, running the football, special teams, is the Baltimore Ravens. Lamar Jackson and company, I thought they would take a step back. They clearly have not taken a step back. They came back with vengeance this year. They're not playing with anybody. I got them as the number one team on my power rankings right now. 
Okay. Um, my number five team in my power rankings, I'm going to go with the Green Bay Packers at number five. Green Bay, uh, two impressive wins. They score over 40 for the second straight game once again. Aaron Rodgers looks like Aaron Rodgers. I never doubted, you know, the talent of Aaron Rodgers. People were talking about like, oh, this dude doesn't have it anymore or he's not an elite. I always thought when it comes to A-Rod, he was always still elite. And I definitely got him at um, at number five. Number four, um, I'm going to go with number four. I'm going to go with the Pittsburgh Steelers, man. Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, you know, two and zero. Um I thought their last win was a little bit shaky, but they were they found a way to get it done. Shout out to their defense with Bud Dupree, TJ Watt, Mika Fitzpatrick, and then you know the offense. The offense looked really good, man. I like that two-headed monster with James Conner and uh, uh, and Benny Snell, and then the, I think those young wide receivers, guys like Deontay Johnson and uh, um, Deontay Johnson. Uh, uh, Clay Poole, uh, the rookie from Notre Dame. I think those guys could. I picked uh, them up definitely. by the way in the MBS League. Oh, Woohoo! Wow. wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think those guys could possibly step up. I think Juju's going to get his numbers. Juju's going to have a better season, way than he way better than he did last year. So I definitely like Pittsburgh at number four. Number three, man. Number three. I am going with the Seattle Seahawks at number three. Seahawks. Oh, wow. Seahawks. I think they have had, uh, they've had probably the two most best impressive wins at number three. They beat down, um, uh, well, they beat down the Atlanta Falcons, but Atlanta Falcons has been the punchline of the week this past week in football. Um, but then they went toe-to-toe with the New England Patriots Sunday night. I enjoyed that Sunday night game. I love what I saw from Cam. Um, and uh, they put on the show, man. Russ put on the show with his, with his arm and nine touchdowns already in two weeks. That's really impressive, man. Uh, he could possibly be the best player in football for, uh, from what we see right now. Uh, like you said, DK Metcalf, the defensive play has been solid also with uh, with Jamal Adams. That trade that trade looks like it's working out for them right now. <clears throat> so at number two, I got the Kansas City Chiefs at number two. Stop following all my picks. Stop uh, following. <laughs> hey, I got them at number two. People were hyping and gassing up this team that they were going to run through everybody. Like, like this team is so untouchable. Patrick Mahomes is like God tier. But obviously, they, they, come, they came down to reality this past Sunday against the L.A. Chargers. To be honest with you, I think, I think the rookie Justin Herbert I'll play Patrick Mahomes, man. You Justin Herbert gets put in the game with the with the Justin Herbert goes into that game with going against the arguably the best quarterback in the league, the defending Super Bowl champions, and 
and you're and he and he threatens this team, man. You're supposed to blow this team out. This team was 10 point favorites, but but then again, it's the Chiefs, you know. The Chiefs, they there's they've been they were exposed in that game, man. The Chiefs were exposed in that game. Um, they didn't have an answer for Justin Herbert. And uh, you let a rookie outplay the so-called best quarterback in the game, the so-called potentially Hall of Famer who 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 uh who doesn't deserve all that credit the way the way people hype up Patrick Mahomes, person that deserves credit. The person that deserves credit is is Andy Reid because Andy Reid put him in a great system with all these weapons around him. But guess what? But but you only can put up that much points up on the board. And once again, Harrison Butker bailed Patrick Mahomes out once again. Uh, uh, the 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 so-called superstar of and the face of the NFL gets bailed out by his own kicker with uh with a ridiculous two fifty plus yard field goals to win the game. So I definitely got the Chiefs at number two. I was not impressed at all. This this week that when they play, it, it um I wouldn't be I I'm not gonna have them in the rankings if they lose this game, man. Book so it. why put them, why put them in the rankings now? Huh? Because I'm giving them, them because because I'm giving the benefit of the doubt that 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 they they could still be in the rankings. But they won the game. They're two and zero. Oh. Calm down. Two and zero. Oh. Uh, you're supposed to blow out this team, man. Oh. People ex- people expected this team to go fourteen and two. People expect them to. The, this this is the I'm best in, offense. The, the best offense scoring all those points, hyping hyping up McCole Hardman. But guess what? He didn't break out. Uh, the the rookie it's sensation. Early. How? It's no, it's not. You can't you can't say it's early. Just drink yeah, some yeah, right, yeah, right, right, right. You're making excuses right now, man. Just call it what it is. The Kansas City Chiefs is not good as advertised, man. Two and zero. When you when you let a it, it doesn't matter. It's two and zero. You could be two they, and zero. They beat your Super Bowl. They beat the team that you picked to win, to go to the Super Bowl. So we don't want to hear all that. Yeah, yeah. Based <laughs> off of a popularity contest, that that that's why <laughs> they but, won because of what. As now moving forward with my number one team, my number one team, the team that's gonna beat the Kansas City Chiefs, the team that's so gonna. Uh, the okay. team. First of all, let me talk first. You had your chance to talk about your top five. The team. So the team that I have at number one in my power for power five rankings, after two weeks, I got the Baltimore Ravens. Man, offense, defense. The whole unit, they've uh, they've been the best team so far, man. And and I don't know why you you're shaking your shoulders for for you're the you're the you're the one that said the Baltimore Ravens gonna fall off. This uh, is uh, still early. It's still early. Calm down. You're right. You're right. You're right. It's too early. First two. Yeah, but you got but you got the, you got you got the rank rank ahead of the Chiefs. Right now. Yeah, it's too early. All right. Right now. Yeah, exactly. So it's not too early, man. Every game counts, so you can't say it's too <laughs> hey, early. I'm the same guy that thought going to miss you. 
<laughs> was going to drop 30 last night. So I was wrong about that as well. I could be wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you were just like the Giants also. Don't forget about that. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Shout, right. shout out to Jake Smith and Will Smith. Just water, baby. Okay. Nice advertisement, by the way. <laughs> All right. So. Oh, yeah. Shout right. out to my man, man, Keenan Brown. Oh, shucks. What up? Let's go. All right, so um, let's go to our next topic for tonight. We're going to talk about the NFL got hit with some major injuries last week, man. So out of all the injuries that we were able to see, we had uh, the, the big ones was Christian McCaffrey, who's out for the six weeks. Jimmy G got hurt. Uh, Bosa, even the uh, Solomon Thomas, uh, his teammate, he was out. Saquon Barkley. Um, Bruce Irving, uh, De Devontae Adams got banged up a little. So what what entry is the most detrimental to their to their uh, uh their respective team right now? Okay, fantasy wise, it's not even close. It's um I would say Saquon Barkley because Christian McCaffrey will come back. Um Saquon Barkley fantasy wise is definitely the, the one that hurts because in most people's mind, he was the second running back that was taken in the draft, if not the first. So him going down, that hurts a lot of people. And um, I know people are talking. I know it's not a fantasy segment, but uh, I know people talking about Devontae Freeman or they're talking about Wayne Goldman or Deion Lewis. Listen to me, guys. The first two weeks, Saquon Barkley didn't do anything, really. And now you're going to tell me that Freeman or Goldman or whoever is going to do something? Nah, not buying it. Um, so fantasy-wise, it's definitely Saquon. When it comes to real life, I can't say it's one. It's it's the group. I picked this team to go to the Super Bowl again this season. I think this hurts them. Nick Bosa going down, Solomon Thomas. We didn't even mention Debo Samuel starting the season on IR, the number one receiver. Now George Kittle's not playing this week. Jimmy Garoppolo's not playing this week. Most, um, what's my man? Oh, I, I, Mostert. Mostert. I don't know why I could get his name out. Mostert's hurt. This team is in just complete meltdown. I don't want to use the word meltdown. They're just in a tough situation right now. And I believe that the 49ers right now, man, are a team, especially in the division where all the teams that's in that division currently are undefeated. The Rams are 2-0. The Cardinals are 2-0. The Seahawks are 2-0. Keo and I both had um, the Seahawks in our Power 5 rankings. We think that Russell Wilson is the MVP. And me and Keo never agree on anything. Or should I say Keo and I never agree on anything. At the end of the day, if the 49ers don't get healthy, they could really be a lottery team. Because their division is going to be tough um, with all those teams winning. And then they're, they're, they're just growing that gap between them and the rest of those teams. The 49ers could be the, out, the team that's on the outside looking in. I think the injuries are detrimental to them. And I think the 49ers are going to look back and say, this team was just beat up all season long. So I'm going to 49ers to everybody. Though. Solomon Thomas, Nick Bosa, Garoppolo, Debo, Kittle. Richard Sherman, 
Um, the list goes on, Moster. The list goes on and on. So I'm going that way with it. Um, with this game, I mean, with the team that you know it, it definitely hurts the most is um, obviously it is the Niners, but I I I disagree with you to a certain extent. I think you're I think you're I think you're going a little bit too far. You saying this team could be a bottom of the team, a lottery team. Um, no, I there I don't think they're gonna be a lottery team. I think this team is still at, at look okay, look who they're playing. They're the next game they're playing. They might lose. The next yeah. They're gonna lose against the sad ass Giants. Are you kidding me? (laughs) No Saquon Barkley. No, I wouldn't shock me. I expect them to win, man. No, I'm saying would it shock you if the Giants won the game? I yeah, it would shock me. Oh my god. Yeah, it would shock me because I still think this team still have a decent defense. Uh, they don't have Moster. They uh, they the. Let's let's act like Jarek McKinnon is a scrub. Obviously, he's not a he's scrub. He's coming off of a year injury. His past two games, you've seen his past two games. Oh he's been he's, he's never been, been every down back. They he doesn't need he doesn't need to be an every down back, man. They they they. I think they're gonna rely on the on their passing game, man. I think I expect Ooh. them to. Who they gonna throw to? Uh, they got they got Muhammad Sanu. They got uh they got Kendrick Bourne, Brandon Brandon Ayuk is back. So that's about uh, George Kittle's also returning. Also, no Kittle's so, out this week. No, he's he should be returning. Kittle's he's day to, he's day week. he's day today. He's day Kittle today right now. No, week. he's not. No, he's not. And and if okay. and if and if he's out, then then I'll say George Kittle is out. He's out. he's out. No, he's not. He's not. He's not out. But it's my turn to talk. <clears throat> so I don't think this team, I don't think this, they still have a solid defensive unit right now still. Just because they lost Bosa, that doesn't mean, that doesn't mean it's the end of the world for this team. Obviously, it, it hurts their chances. We, there's a lot, there's a long way to go. Jimmy G ain't. Jimmy G ain't out for the entire season. Jimmy G has a high sprained ankle. His season ain't done. And I can't see that. I can't see that, by the way. But uh, let me continue the talk right now. So Jimmy G ain't out for the entire season. They're playing against the Giants. The Giants have no chance of winning this game. I give the Giants no confidence to win this game. The the Niners are going to win by double digits, man. I still can't see that. I don't know why you keep showing me that. I can't see that. Your screen is blurry right now, so I can't see that. So a good way to show proof right now, but it's not working for you. So the I feel like the Niners, they're still a playoff team. I think the Niners still could win the – I think the Niners could still win the division. You act like Seattle can't lose games. You act like Seattle – you act like the Niners can't play competitive games against Seattle and the Rams. So I still got the Niners going to the playoffs as far as winning the division. I think it's going to be tough for them, but I think could, they could be one of the seven teams to make the playoffs. So I, I like the Niners uh, going to the va- playoffs. I think you lost your damn mind saying this team could be a lottery team. 
I still Who's can't that, see Gio? that. I still Who's can't that? see that. I still can't yeah. see that. George Kittle. Ow. That's the pro that's that's the problem with you. You believe everything they say on ESPN. But guess what? Things could change. I'm in the Bay Area, man. You act like I don't get updates in the Bay Area. All they cover is 49er games, man. You looking you looking on on the basis of fantasy football right now. You're getting reports from fantasy football. You don't live in the Bay Area. I do. Now, now I would I would question you when it said when it comes to Michael Thomas, oh uh, and uh, you and your and your argument would be more believable than mine because you live in the you live in the vicinity of Louisiana. Kio. I'm in the Kio. Bay Area, man. How are you gonna tell me that? Okay, Kio. Hey, Kio. We're live on air right now, right? Yeah. Okay, I'll tell you what. You can pick the player on my team in the MBS League if Kittle plays. I will trade him to you at the end of this week. Well, at the beginning of next week. And if you're wrong and he doesn't play, you got to send me who I want off your team. No, I'm not oh! doing that. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, I just want to make sure that we're on the same page. No, I want to make sure we're on the same page. I, I'm in the Bay Area where they cover 49ers football. How are you going to tell impressed. me that? You're, look, you're, looking, you're looking something at that, 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 you you're looking something that, that covers fantasy football, man. Come on. You're looking at a fantasy football update. I'm looking real live update <laughs> reports, man. I'm looking at real resources, man. You look at fantasy football. So, okay, so, so, so okay, okay, so, so get so get the picture straight when when you when you speak to me when it comes to that. Hey, fix your face. You need to fix your face. Hold on. So you tell me what what would you like to be a reliable resource for you right now? You go ahead and give me that reliable resource. Bleacher report. Um, would you believe uh, Bay, Bay, uh, Bay Area sports that, that actually covered the Niners? So now Bleacher Report not, not, not legit neither? Because Bleacher Report, another place, I'm trying to get it, I'm trying to get it. As you can see, George Kittle, I know it's kind of blurry. I can't see it. I, can't, I still can't see it. George Kittle is out Sunday. Despite practicing this week, Will not play against the Giants. This is Bleacher Report, Kio. Well, yeah, how, how many days was that ago? No, that was today. No, it wasn't. That dude is something else. But then Kio. why I why then why I haven't I seen the report? Matter why fact, haven't I seen the report? Fact, I haven't seen the report. Tomorrow. And we're gonna see how many times Kio's wrong tomorrow again. Woo! Oh, speaking of the game show, I won the game show. I don't know what you're talking about. It's not how many fights you've been in who you fought. Oh! I won. I won. I'm the champion. It, it doesn't matter what you say. You're trying to belittle me as a champion right now. I'm the champion. Yeah, you yeah, you like changing the subject, huh? But George Kittle is day to day. That's 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 the report I'm getting. You can hey, believe you can believe what you want to believe. Facebook that George Kittle's day to day, please do so. 
I would love to see it. I don't I don't give a shit what they say on Facebook Live, man. I know what I say, man. You think I give a shit what anybody says on Facebook Live? My opinion matters. Oh my That's God. what matters. Oh my God. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Nice comeback, man. I'm glad that, that nice response back to me. Oh man. Hey bro, you made me spit my water out, bro. That was funny that way. I gotta give you that one. Yeah, you yeah. damn right. Yeah, you damn right that shit was funny. Yo, you my brother, bro. I appreciate you, dog. You 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 gave it a laugh for the day just now. I gave it a lot. That was funny, Dio. Woo! Yeah, yeah, that you're wrong about George Kittle being out. He's not out. Okay, Kyo. Hey, okay, I'm not gonna argue with you. A wise man told me to argue with you. Well, you've been trying you've been trying to argue with me this whole time. Then why he's trying to argue with me if you're saying you're not trying to argue with me? I love you, Kyo, man. Wakanda family. All right. Let's go to our next topic. And our next topic we will be discussing about our our, uh, contenders and pretenders. So we'll play this little game where True's going to give me five teams and I'm going to tell you if they're a contender or pretender. So he'll, he's going to give me teams from the NFC, teams that are 2-0 and undefeated right now. And when uh, he's done, I'm going to name the 2-0 and undefeated teams in the AFC, and he's going to tell me if they're contenders or pretenders. Okay, you ready? Yeah, let's go. All right. The Seattle Seahawks. Let's start with the easy ones. Seattle Seahawks, I got them as pretenders. What? Yes. Oh, I'm not gonna elaborate. Go ahead. Don't worry. I'll wait. Um, I look at, I look at, um, I look at how stacked the the, the NFC is right now, and I don't think this team is even gonna win their own division. I see a lot of people have them representing for the um, for the NFC, but I just don't see. I don't think. Seattle could keep up. They got, I think they got a weak offensive line. I don't think Russell Wilson is the core. I think where Russell Wilson, what <clears throat> what he's been done, what, what he's been doing lately, his putting he's been putting this team on his back, man. And I don't think that he could do it that entire season. And the huge issue when it comes to Seattle is their running game. They always have a hard time establishing the running game. I think right now they're going to rely too much weight on the passing game, man. And I just see this team as pretenders, man. Like, I'll take I'll take like three or four teams over the Seattle Seahawks before I take Seattle as a uh, contender. I'm sorry, y'all. I completely disagree. But I'm not going to stop him. We're going to keep going. All right. Staying at the vision, the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, they're definitely pretenders. Um, they're, they're, um, yeah, I got them as pretenders. I think this team is off to a good start. I could see them potentially making to a wild card playoff or maybe the last spot, but I think this team is just way too young right now. Coaching also, I got them as pretenders. The Los Angeles Rams. The Rams. I also got them as pretenders. I think this division, they're going to beat each other up so bad where 
uh, it's going to be hard for both, all these teams to get um, like a home field advantage or even a first round buy. So, um, um, so I got them as pretenders. Okay, the Chicago Bears. The Chicago Bears. <laughs> I got this team as pretenders, also, man. Why are you laughing? Don't disrespect the Chicago Bears. Watch your mouth. Um, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep laughing as long as they got Mitchell <laughs> Trubisky as their quarterback, wow. man. Um, I think I think this team has been getting lucky as of late, and um, I, I think their luck is gonna start to run out very soon. So, um, Chicago Bears, I got the mass pretenders. Okay, and last but not least, the bad man Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. Oh, I got them as contenders, man. They're the. I think they're the. I think this team could be probably, arguably, the best team in the NFC right now, man. The Green Bay Packers, man. Defense-wise, uh, defense offense-wise, man, I like the Green Bay Packers. And if what you're saying about the 49ers are true, they don't have to worry about the Niners because that's that. I think that's their kryptonite for the last – four or five years man every time they run into the Niners they just get blown out the water and they might not even have to deal with the Niners which is very good news for them so I got the mask uh contenders there you go man that's contenders and pretenders but a team that's undefeated right now all right so let's go to the AFC for contenders and pretenders all right so Let's start off with the first team. We got the Tennessee Titans. Contenders. They run the football. They play defense. Um, I like their coach, Mike Vrabel. I think that they're a contender. They were in the AFC Championship game. Um, what I saw from going to Minshew last night um, wasn't great. We saw what happened with um, going to Minshew and the Jaguars beat the Colts. And then Houston's 0-2. The Texans, I mean, the Titans. The Titans, they're they're contender. They're, they're going to compete with that running game and that defense. All right. Next up, we got the Las Vegas Raiders. Ooh, this is tough for me because I want to say contender, but I got to see more. Um, I'm going to wait till I see more. They did beat the Saints, my Saints, but without Michael Thomas. I'm going to say pretenders right now. But if they get the win this week, that could all change everything. But I'm going to say pretenders for right now, but I do like the way they're looking. They're still very young at the wide receiver position with Henry Ruggs and company. So uh, I'm still going to say pretender. Um, all right. Let's go to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, contender. I mean, Mike Tomlin, Big Ben, Juju and company. That team is going to compete. We know that. We thought of going in. I picked them to win the division. I think a lot of people did outside of Baltimore. Um, the Steelers are going to compete, man. Baltimore is not going to have a walk in the park this year with Big Ben being healthy. I got I got them here. Definitely contender. All right. Next team, we got the Buffalo Bills. They're kind of in the same boat as the Raiders. They're very young. 
they're going to make the playoffs, and I've said they're going to win the division. Me and Q actually have a wager on that. Shout out to Q for that. But um, I don't know if I can say they're a contender to win the championship or get to the Super Bowl. So I'm going to say pretenders. But I do like them a lot. I don't know what you're doing. I'll say this. The next two that Kiel's going to say are definitely, definitely contenders. All right. The Chiefs and the Ravens. Contenders. They're the cream of the crop. They're the cream of the crop. Uh, if you ask anybody who's representing the AFC in the Super Bowl outside of my colleague right here, my co-host, Everybody's pretty much saying Kansas City Chiefs or Baltimore Ravens. My man Keo sometimes, I don't know what he does um, away from this show, but he needs to be drug tested. <laughs> and then he thinks he's face like that. Stop fixing your face like that. You're going to pick the Texans to go to the Super Bowl without Luke Hopkins. Man, you need a, you, you, you just something else. That's all I want you to know. You're something else. But I got those two as the top tier teams. Um, but like I said, don't sleep on the Titans and don't sleep on the, the Steelers because those are two teams that are more than capable. We know the Titans beat Baltimore last year in the playoffs on the road. So definitely, but those two teams are definitely contenders, Steel. All right. So let's move on to our next, uh, I think it's, oh yeah, this is actually our last topic in the NFL. Then we're going to move on over to, um, our NFL picks. So, uh, we've advertised this on the MBS Facebook group page. Um, and a shout out to, to the interaction, the people got involved on this. Um, but uh, we're talking about 0 2 teams, man. Which 0 2 teams? Um, at, as you know, we, uh, I'll give you the list of the 0 2 teams. Um, that we have right now. We got the we got the Eagles, the Panthers, the Falcons, the Lions, the Vikings. Uh from the NFC, AFC, we got the Texans, the the Jets, the Broncos, Bengals. Oh, so those are all the 0 and 2 teams. So with the teams that I named, which 0 and 2 team that you ex expect to make a major turnaround for a playoff push. Okay, so first of all, let me say, I don't like none of the O2 teams. None of them. I don't like none of them. I think they all, they just they just leave a lot to be desired. But I know I did pick the Lions to be good this season, but the way the Packers are playing, I can't sit here and say that they're going to be a playoff team with the, the, Black, the, the way the Packers are playing. But... The team that I have to give the most credit to after that can turn around is the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, I just believe that that division is so weak. Yes, they did lose to the Washington football team. I get that. But they're not going to the playoffs. We know that. Um, the Giants, they lost Saquon Barkley and Sterling Shepard for this season. We know they're not going to the playoffs. The, 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 the Cowboys are so up and down. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> and... Last year, the Eagles beat the Cowboys to get into the playoffs. And I think the Eagles, with the, with the emergence of Dallas Goddard as the, the, the second target at tight end, and with um, Sanders back healthy, you know, he missed the first game. Second game, he fumbled early on. But 
But after that fumble, he really started to find himself. Um, I think the Eagles have a chance to turn it around. I'm going Eagles as a team that could turn it around and make the playoffs. Um, the team that I got, man, nope. I only see one team in here, man. Only one team that I see. Um, it's the easy pick, clear pick, landslide for me, and uh, majority of of uh uh people in the Facebook group page um on uh, MBS Central groups um do majority of them do agree with me. So with that being said, I do give a shit what you say regarding this topic. And it's the Houston Texans, man. Um, like I said, man, I got the Houston Texans as my Super Bowl pick to represent the AFC. Last year, this team started 0-2, and they finished the season 14-2, man. So, um, finished what? Uh, no, I mean, I mean, they they won. I mean, they they end they they start they uh they end up their last. I think um. I think their last uh their last twelve games they end up uh they end up they would they won twelve straight games, twelve straight games and they were uh they were a a top they are a top three top four team last season, and um I like the Texans, uh, during this time, the Texans um uh a lot of people are praising about. They don't have DeAndre Hopkins no more. I think that he will be forgotten. Um, right now, they the Tex people think that people think the Texans people people think the Texans miss him, but I think they'll forget about it uh, after um, after after they get through the middle of the season. So I got the tech I got the Texans, man. I like I like even though. And you look at the losses that they take. They took. They took losses against the two best teams, man. They That's took the one thing I can say. That's true. They took losses against the 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 contenders, the top dog, cream of the crop, like you said. And that's that, nice. that's the Chiefs and and that's the Chiefs and the Ravens. So, and and I and they and they were pretty and they're during um I mean the Chiefs kind of dominate the first game, but uh. They were hanging around in, in the games against the Ravens. I think that wide, I think that wide receiving core can, will can and will step it up. I I, I saw what I liked in uh, Brandon Cooks uh, uh, in week two. He had a better game compared to week one. He, I, <coughs> David Johnson. I think David Johnson still could be the Arizona David Johnson, and they still got a solid and average defense, man. I like the Texans, man, and and if the and if that and I still think they're gonna win their division. I I I'm not sold on the Tennessee Titans, man. The Tennessee Titans are pretenders, man. The Tennessee Titans are one of those teams that start hot in the beginning of the season and then they just go on this rampage losing streak. Nobody believes in Ryan Tannehill. Uh, obviously, you don't believe in Ryan Tannehill. That's why you benched him in your fantasy team, and then you have to you have to suffer the consequences of you taking L's 
lately in fantasy football. So you don't trust Ryan Tannehill. If you rest, trust Ryan Tannehill so much, you would have started him, man. And Derrick Henry doesn't look so Derrick Henry right now. He doesn't look like the beast of Derrick Henry, man. And then when you got clowns like Corey Davis, A.J. Brown, who can't do nothing if their life depended on it. A.J. Brown's uh, hurt, man. Watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. I ain't going to let you do that. Uh, 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 the first game he wasn't hurt, and then uh, uh, he 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 barely he he barely had an average game for fantasy owners out there. Um, <clears throat> but when the schedule gets tough, I think the Titans will struggle this season. So I do not like the Titans this year. That's why I do still think the Texans have a chance. And let's just say for some. It, for some strange reason that the Texans don't win their division, seven teams could get into the playoffs and they will find a way to get in. And I still like the Texans. No chance. I, oh. uh, no, I like the Texans in this game. I think as long as I think the, the, their schedule gets better after those two tough games, their schedule gets way better and they're more winnable games. So I like I like the Texans move, moving forward, and I think it's a clear pick for me out of all the 0-2 teams. The Texans get the Steelers this week. That's not going to be any easier, boss. Uh, I got the Steelers as, um, as a pretender also. Wow. So you give them credit in your power rankings, then you disrespect them. I can't. I can't. Well, well, well. No, wait, wait, wait. For the first two weeks, the oh Steelers look like a top five team. But towards the end of the season, if you're talking about giving my results of this of, of the Steelers whole season, how I have it ending up, I don't have them nowhere close as a Super Bowl contender meant to represent the AFC. Shoot, low-key, the Texans, bro, they might not win a game for a while, bro. No, they'll win plenty of games, man. As long as you got, as long as you got Deshaun Watson, they'll he he'll give them a lot of great chances to win games. Okay, let's get to the predictions this week. I gotta hear this. <laughs> All right, so so obviously we're not gonna talk about the Thursday night game. I know who you picked. You know who I picked. If you guys want to check it out, the picks are available on the MBS page and also on all platforms on social media if you want to see our picks. But uh, Dolphins and Jacks, I had the Dolphins. True had the Jacks, which he was wrong once again. Um, <laughs> wow. Um, 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 just, just a reminder, um, True, True, this is his second straight loss this week on for Thursday Night Football. Last week, he picked the Bengals to win. But, hey, yeah, I picked the Browns. You know why I picked the Bengals. I refuse to beat the Browns moving forward. Hey, man, that's on you. Then you need to get drug tested. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's start off with our very first game. We got the Las Vegas Raiders against the New England Patriots. I got the, the Raiders. Upset. <laughs> upset. <laughs> Yeah, right. Oh, okay. I just I just believe that you know you have to pick upset somewhere. I'm going with the Raiders <laughs> to, to win this game. Um 
So y'all got the Raiders. Oh, and breaking news, we will have a game six as the Boston Celtics just beat the Miami Heat 121 to 108. So yeah, the Eastern Conference playoffs are still gonna go on. Jason Tatum dropped 31 and 10 with six with six dimes. Um, so yeah, the Celtics got the dub, Q. Yes. All right. Our next game we got. I oh well, I got like I said, I got the Patriots. I like what I saw from Cam Newton. Um, just throwing the ball, man. He looks like the old Cam, man. And I think as long as he's healthy, I think this Patriots team's gonna be tough to beat. So I got the Patriots winning this game. Um, our next game we got, we got the Rams versus the Bills. I got the Buffalo Bills for sure. Like their defense, like their running game. Zach Moss, um, Zach Moss is out. I think Devin Singletary is gonna show why. A lot of fantasy owners drafted him as high as they did, as well as myself. I think that Josh Allen is a guy that is slowly but surely kind of becoming that second emergence of there. I say Big Ben. Um, Big Ben as a rookie, I know he um, was a big guy, mobile, could get away from you know tackles and stuff. And then he slowly developed into becoming a lot more accurate. I think that's what you're gonna get with Josh Allen. I think he's gonna slowly but surely get more accurate. We see how, how big of a uh, signing Stefan Diggs was. John Brown is still doing his thing. I like Buffalo, man. I like Buffalo a lot. I think they're gonna win this game easily too. And Kill, for a side note, I know that we do our, our locks. That's my lock. Buffalo will beat the, um, the Rams. Okay, um, I'm taking. Um, I'm gonna be taking the. Uh, um, oh, the Rams. I got the Rams in this game. Um, Bills. Bills is another team that that um definitely ain't going nowhere, man. As long as you got Josh Allen as your quarterback, you ain't going anywhere. They ain't going to even win the division. Um, obviously, New England owns that division. They've been owning it for the last decade. They will continue to own it. And I got the and um and I got the Rams winning this game. Uh, the Rams, I think what they're one of the surprising two and O teams, and uh, they'll move on to three and O. Next game we got, we got the Texans and the Steelers. Oh, I got the Steelers. Come on, man. Have you watched the Texans play? No DeAndre Hopkins? Easy win for the Steelers. It's not a lot. The Texans can win, but I'm going with the Steelers in this one. Too much running game, too much defense. Yeah, of course you don't. Um, I I think I think I think the Texans will have a better running game than the Steelers on Sunday. And I and and I think uh and I think the the um the Texans is they're gonna have a hard time stopping Deshaun Watson in this game. I I expect Deshaun Watson to outplay Ben Roffler in this game. Steelers defense will be vulnerable. One of their weaknesses is the secondary, and I'll take Deshaun Watson to pick that secondary apart. So I got the Texans winning it, led by the fabulous coaching of my dog, Bill O'Brien. And I got the Texans winning this game. Next, moving forward, we got the Cowboys versus the Seahawks. The Seahawks, baby. You disrespected the Seahawks by saying they're a pretender. 
You're going to pay for that this week, brother. Russell Wilson for MVP. I will say this, though. Dallas getting that win in the fashion they did, it does make this game a little bit more scary for me because I thought Dallas coming back is going to be a booster for their season. If they win this game, the Cowboys, I'm going to officially say, if the Cowboys beat the Seahawks in this game, Keo's going to love what I'm about to say. With all the injuries of the 49ers, the Cowboys will be representing the NFC in the Super Bowl if they beat the Seahawks wow. in this game. I think that that's how big this game is. I think that the Cowboys, if they can ride that momentum wave off of last week and beat a team like Seattle, I like them moving forward. But I'm not picking them like that. I think they're going to lose this game. If they can beat Seattle, maybe I'll change my mind. But I'm going to Seattle in this one. Um, I'm looking, I'm looking at the, um, I'm looking at the MBS picks right now. And I think that, uh, um, I'm the only one, um, that picked the Cowboys to win this game, man. I You're am, a Cowboy uh, fan. um, I am no definitely surprise. surprised. I'm not, no, I'm actually surprised by this, man. I thought, I not, I thought people would show, uh, um, you know, the Cowboys um, a little bit more uh, a little bit more respect in this game after um, after what um, after what they were able to do. Um, the Seahawks, the Seahawks, their secondary ain't so great also, man. You see what the, the, the sad ass Atlanta Falcons was able to do against that, yeah, that secondary. Off, that, and don't do that. Don't do that. The Falcons can score. The defense is with them. Is there? Um, uh, um, actually, actually, no. I am gonna do that, and I'm gonna keep <laughs> doing that because I'm not done with that. Um, so you, uh, yes, the Falcons can score, but if if you're if you're a, a an elite defense like that, like people say they are, and then you you went go you went and go get Jamal Adams, arguably. People say who he's like the the so-called best safety in the um the best safety in the league. I which I don't think he is. Um, I I don't. I, and then you play against New England and you let New England you let Cam Newton nor nearly throw almost four hundred yards and you they nearly beat you in the final seconds of the game. The, um no, hell no. I'm taking the Dallas Cowboys, man. And like I said, Russell Wilson is going to put too much weight on this team. Um, um, I'm going to take the Cowboys weapons over, um, over, um, over uh, Seattle's guys. Um, uh, man, I like, I like, we see, we're starting to see what CD Lamb is able to do, which makes going to make the Cowboys even more dangerous. Amari um, Cooper. He's been he's he's still been solid, man. He's still been productive in in the past two games. Um, and then you know Michael Gallup with that huge controversial catch. I think he's a a, a dangerous deep threat. And um, um, and your boy, man, the one you called out, Dalton Schultz, man. I think I think he's a emerging tight end. I think he could have a solid season. Um, as a tight end for the Dallas Cowboys, and Dak was going to him a lot, 
And one thing that Seattle doesn't have is they got the most consistent running back in the NFL, Ezekiel Elliott, man. And this basically pick your poison with my Dallas Cowboys. You could load up the box against Zeke, but Dak and Mr. Mike McCarthy and Kellen Moore is going to, he's They're going to be like, Oh, you want to load up? Watch this Pete Carroll. You can, we got something for you. We got something for you. Ken Norton jr. You want to dial up the blitz? You want to dial up the blitz on us? We got Amari. We got CD. We got Michael Gallup, man. Man, I'm taking my Dallas Cowboys, man. I'm saying 27 to 17 Cowboys in this game. Let's go. Oh, breaking news real quick <laughs> before you get to the next game. 3-1 series lead. The Tampa Bay Lightning just beat the Dallas Stars in overtime. Kevin Shattenkirk with the goal um, to, to win in overtime. So, yeah, the, the, the Lightning, man, for all my NHL people out there, they're up 3-1 over the Stars. You think the Stars can come back real quick? Nah, man. Lightning, they got too much firepower uh, in Tampa right now. So, I think the series is over. In hockey, okay. it's hard it's hard to come from 3-1, so um, I'm going Tampa. Okay. Can this be a sign for Tampa Bay sports? Oh, my oh, God. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad you brought that up because it, it's it set me up perfectly to say that. I was like, oh yeah, he ain't gonna like what I'm about to say. All right, next game. We're gonna go to the Sunday night game with the Packers versus the Saints. Okay, so prior to the season, I was the one and only person that said the Saints would not make the playoffs. If they lose this game, I think this could be the, the, the downfall from the Saints from here on out. Um, I'm going with the Saints just because I want them to prove me wrong, but I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. So there's one game I'm not convinced is going to happen is this one. I'm going to pick the Saints, and that may be because I am a Saints fan, but if they lose this one, it can go all downhill from here. So I got the Saints in this one, but I'm not – I'm not happy about it right now or hype about it or confident. So, so um, this is, uh, we've been arguing most of the, most of the show. And this is the part where I have to agree with you because I got the saints winning this game, man. Um, I see the talk that's been said about Drew Brees and I think Drew Brees is going to have a huge game on Sunday night, man. Uh-oh, stud of the week. Oh, oh. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, Yeah, man. I think um, I think people's heard the talk, what they said about Drew Brees. And you, you, people act like Drew Brees ain't paying attention to that. And Sean Payton ain't paying attention to that. And the Saints team, that's not paying attention to that. And... um. The Packers, man, they're two and zero, three and zero. Saints can't afford to go one and two. Um, I got the Saints in this game, man. I think this could possibly be a very high-scoring game. 
I like Kamara in this game. I you could see him having some huge games, and um, and all those receivers, including guys like Jared Cook, they're they're gonna highly get involved in this game. I expect Emmanuel Sanders to have a better game than he did this past week. So I got the Saints winning this game. All right. Hope you're right. I hope we're right. All right. Let's go to our final uh, pick. And we are going to be talking about the Monday night game. It's the Chiefs versus the Ravens, possibly NFC, I mean, AFC championship game. So um, who do you have? Got the Chiefs, man. Stop playing with me, man. You know what the, you know what the vibes are like, man. Don't do that. <laughs> Patrick, my homeboy. Matter of fact, Patrick Levon Mahomes the second and company. Andy Reid. I got the Chiefs. Clyde Edwards Elaire. Um Tyreek Hill and company. Those boys are coming to play. They're not gonna let up. I got the Chiefs winning this game. First of all, when you said Patrick Mahomes' whole name, it doesn't sound good when you when you when we said Tom Brady's name. Oh, I mean, don't you do that! Don't you do that! Thomas the Edward Patrick, Patrick Levon Mahomes the second. Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. Woo! <laughs> all right, all right. So with that being said, I got the Ravens winning this game. I think they're a better overall team. I think this team will continue the struggle. They're playing against the best teams they've played. I know it's been only two weeks, but uh, I, Harbaugh has some uh, some defensive schemes and packages for them. Um, I like I like what they have with guys like Marlon Humphrey over there, and uh, um, they got um, they got they got a a sol a very solid front seven uh, down in Baltimore, and they got a lot of playmakers, man. And I'm pretty sure, True, you're going to be cheering for Mark Andrews. So I don't know why you wouldn't cheer for the Ravens. And the Ravens going to score. And I think Lamar Jackson, I think he's going to make it worth exciting in this game. So um, I, I and, and I like the running game with 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 uh, with uh, Baltimore also, man, with J.K. Dobbins and Mark Ingram. So um, I'm ta- I'm taking the Ravens to win this game in a very close game. <laughs> all right so so uh so i just wanted to update the weekly picks overall after two weeks so in last place i'm not proud of it i'm in last place with a four and ten record after two weeks well <laughs> i well i'm actually five and eleven now i mean five and ten um um true you're in eighth place with a six and eight record following that in seventh place is Duke with a seven and seven record. So you're one game behind them. Um, and in fifth, tied for fifth place is Justin and Drew with an eight and six record. Tied for third place is Marlon and Mike with a ten and four record. And tied for first. We got Antonio and the homie West with an 11-3 record. And those are the standings for this week in the NFL. So with that being said, we're going to move on to our next topic. And we're going to talk a little bit about college football before we get to some uh, summer madness recap. All right. So 
we got a college football, man. SEC season finally kicks off. So what's the most intriguing matchup that you see in uh, on this week's schedule? Man, let me, before I even say any of that, y'all know what the vibes are. I got to say it again, baby. Y'all no, know. No, I don't know what the vibes are. Y'all, y'all, I know I don't. Go ahead and tell me. Hey, new season in college football, but it's going to be the same results, baby. Y'all know where I'm from. Y'all know what it is. Go Tigers. Man, L.S. <laughs> You, hey, I got the man. yellow bottles right here, purple and gold. <laughs> we just we just sipping water right now, man. We loving it right now. But yeah, no, LSU the passing of the torch. Um, I told you that already. Keo is the passing of the torch from Joe Burrow to remember this name, Miles Brennan. That's all I gotta say. You know, there's a guy. In Kansas City, that wears the number 15, and his name is Patrick Mahomes. Boy, and you know, there's another 15 that we're about to all be put on notice about, and that's Miles Brennan. Yes, I got LSU man going far this year, but to sum up what you just asked, I'm excited about LSU Mississippi State. I know that you know that might be a biased pick, but come on, man, I got I get to see the Tigers. This weekend, the Bayou Bengals, they're back. Curry, Emory, Davis Price, uh, Eric Gilbert. Man, man, I'm so excited right now. Y'all are Derek Stingley Jr. Man, it's going down out here in Louisiana. So, yes, anybody that knows me knows I am a bigger LSU <laughs> fan than I am a Saints fan, a Pelican fan. Shoot, I go to LSU. Y'all already know what it's like. Man, I got, I took kill to Death Valley when he was out here. <laughs> I'm telling y'all, man, I'm so hype about this. As y'all can see, of course, Mississippi State versus LSU, that's the game I'm looking forward to the most. Let's go. Uh, um, um, first of all, I know you're very excited, <laughs> you know, to, for them to defend the title. Don't, don't, don't underestimate what coach Mike Leach will have will have to draw up. They Let get me a new trans. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me hold on, man. Hold on. They get they get the tra- the transfer, the West Coast sensation, the gunslinger, KJ Costello, and then and then you get the return of Kylan Hill, man, who was huge last year. I'm not gonna say. Mississippi State's going to win, but I think Mississippi State is going to make this a very close game. I think they can score on I think they can score on LSU, man. With that being said, I still got LSU, but <laughs> <laughs> but I think this I think they could make this game very competitive. So um I think the matchup that I'm looking forward to see and I know that it's not, it's not what it used to be, but um, I mean, I hope, um, I hope we get a good game. I just like the tradition behind it and the rivalry behind it, especially in the pregames. I'm gonna say Florida State and Miami. I think this game could be a very good game. 
and with, with, with this game, it doesn't matter what the record is. It doesn't matter if one team's really good and one team's bad. The, 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 the competition, the spirit of the competition is always going to be there. The rivalry is always going to be there. It just stays in there, man, when it comes to Florida State and Miami. I think that game, as a college football fan, I'm definitely looking forward to the most. Okay. Can't be mad at that. All right. So uh, last week we uh, we um, we I'm not even gonna go by the standings because everybody went two and one. The only person that didn't go two and one is it Marlon, which no surprise. Um, <laughs> uh, so uh, Marlon has a chance to gain some ground back on everybody. We only picked three games last week because two games got postponed. So. We got a dose of five games this week that we get to pick. So we're going to start off with, we got, we got, this is crazy. You got three top 25 matchups and SEC finally turns to come, comes into play. So let's start off with the first game. We got number 23, Kentucky versus number eight, Auburn. I got Auburn, man. Bo Nix, let's go. Y'all know, y'all know what it is, man. Bo Nix is time for him to emerge as, a real Heisman candidate. I'm a little concerned about Bo Nix and Auburn moving forward versus LSU in the future. But yeah, I got I got Auburn. Bo Nix is gonna take that next step, I believe. Yeah, man. The Bo Bo Nix needs to have a great debut, man. He has to he has to put on the show. So um I got I got Auburn over Kentucky um in this game. All right, let's go to our next game matchup. We got number 18 Louisville which versus number 25 Pitt. Louisville is taking on Pitt? Yeah. Maybe I'm tripping. Maybe I'm tripping. Um Well, I thought they was playing somebody else. Maybe I'm tripping. Um but yeah, if that's the case, I got Louisville then. Um Pitt I love I, lo- I like, you know, they're running game from time to time, but I just think Louisville having a tough matchup last week versus Miami. I think Miami's a real the real deal this season. I do think Miami's gonna blow out Florida State this year. I know you said records are out of the way, but um I think them competing with Miami is gonna set them up good for this game. I got I got Louisville in this one. All right. Um, um I you think was right. you're right. You're right. You're right. I got it, you're right. All right, this is a very um who you got. This is a very interesting matchup. But with that being said, um I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Pitt in this game, man. I like Pitt's running game. Um I I think they I think they're just a better overall team on both sides of the ball. Louisville they t- they tend to start slow. And I just don't think Pitt is gonna let them uh, is gonna let them catch up in this game. So I got Louisville to win this game. I mean, I, I'm Pitt to win this game. All right, next matchup we got number twenty two Army versus number thirteen Cincy. Oh, I got Cincinnati. High flying, high flying offense. Um, Army is gonna come and you know they're gonna play physical, but I think Cincinnati is just a step ahead. I think Cincinnati, like you said, Kill. They could be a chance, a team that could possibly be in the final four. I'm not saying they're gonna get there because oh, you be- were laughing at hold me up, when I up, said hold that. Up, hold <laughs> up, hold up. 
I think they're good enough to beat a team like Army. I don't think that they're good enough to make it to the Final Four, but they are a team that's going to have a good record and they're going to compete this season. But they're not going to make it to the Final Four. They're not going to choose them over an SEC team, yeah, especially with the Big Ten coming back. They're not going to choose them over a Big Ten team, but they will beat Army this week. Okay. Okay, let me make this let me uh let me explain my reason really quick. Here we go. So so two weeks ago I had Cincinnati. I said, hey, they have a great chance to to make it to the playoffs. And, and the I'm reason the being Hold on man, I'm talking right now. Stop cutting me off. Wait. I said the reason behind that, because Three out of the power, three out of the five power, five, power five conferences were in play. If the, it, now with the Big Ten in play, that the, the, I don't have, I don't get, I give them no type of chance of getting in at all. Now, if the Big Ten wasn't in play, I give them a great chance of getting in. I just think that, I just think that when you have, when you have two out of the, I mean, three out of the Power Five conferences, um, you get the ACC, SEC, and the Big Twelve, three out of the Power Five conferences, um, able to get teams in. I think Cincinnati, it, it kind of opens opens the door for this team. But with 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 the Big Ten coming back, and obviously, we know what we know what um. We know what Ohio State's gonna do because I definitely have them. I definitely have them in there. So it takes it it takes uh teams off. So um I I got um so I still have Cincinnati winning this game. I have Cincinnati winning this big. I think it could be like a, maybe a thirty-one to seventeen game. I got Cincinnati. Okay. All right. Next matchup we got sit. NC State and Vartech, Virginia Tech. I got Virginia Tech. 20. I got Virginia Tech. They're at home. They're, um, they're starting up the season at home. Um, NC State, I go on the road. I think going to Blacksburg is going to be too much. I got Virginia Tech in this one. Yeah, I got Virginia Tech also, man. I think Virginia Tech wins big. NC State were able to prevail against Wake Forest, a game that I picked Barely. right back. I picked them right this last week. You were wrong, so I'm gonna gloat about it. Um, and and for yes. your information, I'm gonna gloat about every game that I'm right about when it comes picking against you. Um, <laughs> all right. So I got I do have Vaughn Tech in this game. I think they'll win convincingly in, in this game. I think they'll be, win at least by two touchdowns. All right, let's go to our final game. We got Florida State versus number 17, Miami. Miami, big. Derrick King um, and company, big. I think they're going to blow out Florida State this week. They're going to win by at least wow. 20 points. Damn, you give, you, give, uh, you give Miami no type. Florida State no type of chance. King is going to be a Heisman, a Heisman candidate for sure. But he won't. Uh, he won't win it. He might not get invited, but he's gonna be somebody that we talk about as far as the Heisman is concerned. He won't win it because Trevor Lawrence is gonna win it or Miles Brennan. Woo <laughs> Wow. Um. Um. 
Okay, so um, I think Mike Norville in his first season, I think he's going to have a miserable season, man. Um, I think one of his the best defensive backs, he got hurt in the first game against Georgia Tech. Um, but I think uh, I think they'll be all right, though. But I just don't think they're going to win this game, man. Uh, I think James Blackman is the quarterback. Um, he's going to have to do more <laughs> against Miami, man. Um, Florida State's offensive line, uh, they, they look really bad right now. And I just like... I, I just like King, man, and um, offensive coordinator. I like the play calling by him, man. Uh, Red Ashley. Um, I think he's been making some solid calls and been making some great calls. And I think it's gonna be it. We could possibly see a Miami, a Miami, Miami, and I would like to see Miami back to prominence. So I got Miami winning this game also. And look, this is no shot at Mike Norville. I just want to say this, man. I felt like Florida State had a chance to hire Deion Sanders. I think he could have changed a lot of things as far as Florida State's concerned because he would have brought swag back to the program and people would have wanted to go to Florida State based on it being Deion Sanders. And I think that's where he dropped the ball at. They should have hired Deion Sanders. And I know we're not talking about it in this show, but um, shout out to Jackson State for making a great hire, I believe. Um, hiring Deion Sanders as their head coach. All right. <clears throat> Let's move on over to our final topic. And we will be discussing battle rap. Huge this past week. Summer Madness 10, man. The recap. Let's go with our winners and losers. Okay, so first things first, you already know what the business is. The biggest winner to me is Holmesy the God. Shout out to our God, man. He was on here. He came on here. He told Keo and I he was going to win Summer Madness. I, I, I mean, Ultimate Madness. And he was going to be on Summer Madness. And he was going to win that battle. He said it when he pulled this card. Um, when they pulled this card, they told me who he's battling. He said, well, I'll see you on the championship round. He went up against his brother, Bill Collector. And he got the dub. Look, if anybody out there feels Bill won, I think you're being somewhat biased. Holmesy won. It's not because he was on our show. It's because I really felt like he had better, a better three rounds than Bill collected. You want to call it 2-1, you want to call it 3-0. But either way, it was clear. Holmesy won. He's my biggest winner. Um, and I can say for Battle Rap, us, the fans, won. We're winners because Summer Madness was amazing. I know Keo was skeptical. But I think it lived up to the hype. I thought we had some really good battles. The Calico Averb was nice. B Dot versus T Top was, you know, debatable on how you see it. Um, what, uh, what, what material you liked a little bit better than the other, but nonetheless a classic. Um, K Shine, man, I could say he had performance of the night. Um, K Shine was cooking. K Shine was talking. Um, I was a bit surprised that K Shine and, and Chess was the main event. I can't say that. I was super surprised by not just a little bit, super surprised. Geechee and um clips. We'll get to that in a second. We'll get to that in a second. But um, yeah, Keo, I, I'm going home to see my biggest winner, bro. Um when <clears throat> um 
Did you do your losers or are you going to wait? Um, I'll wait. Go ahead. All right. My winners, my winners in this battle um, um, is definitely uh, Holmesy the God. Um, he definitely was a winner in this battle from what I saw. And he um, he proved everybody wrong, man. When this when this card, when this the brackets came out, nobody gave Holmesy a chance. Everybody was saying Danny Myers, uh, uh, Emerson Kennedy, you know, Mike P. A lot of people had Mike P just based off of what he did in the previous event. So I definitely got Holmesy as a winner. Um, another winner I have is I got Ill Will as the winner, man. Ill Will was the winner. He was successful against his battle against John John. I think that he was huge in that battle. Um, just another indication why he deserved to be champion of the year. Um, he beat one of URL's favorites. Uh, and John John, he puts on great performances, man. And uh, it, I think it will beat them convincingly and clearly. Um, the next, the next battle, um, the next the battle. No, no, Are you no another I got one. one I, oh, yeah, I got one more. Uh, okay, and the, my other winner is I'm going with Reed Dallas as my winner. Also, I think, I think with Reed. I think Reed, nobody gave Reed a chance, man. Everybody was on rum so much. Like he was the goat. He was the next one up. Like everybody was on that, on his hype. And Reed, who just fresh off a of battle against, well, not fresh off a of battle, but his last battle was against uh, Sue Surf, which a lot of people had him winning. Some thought it was debatable. Even Surf was surprised by his performance. And Reed, he tends to get better and better in every single battle. I mean, what's better than that? You beat a guy that everybody loves, fan favorite, Sue Surf, who people, I think people still consider top tier. And then you beat another top tier guy, Rum Nitty 2 1. I'm like, dude, what? It doesn't get any better than that. And Nobody saw this coming. I didn't have Reed winning the, uh, this battle. I had Rum Nitty possibly winning 2-1 or 3-0. I thought it was a bad matchup. I'm like, why the hell is this matchup happening? But URL knew what they were doing, and I, and I, like, and I, and I like what I saw from Reed, man. So shout out to Reed Dallas. Definitely. You want me to get to losers? Yeah, go to your losers. Um... Let me think who somebody who I, man, I felt like everybody came to play. I feel like, I guess if I had to give a loser, it would be Bill Collector only because I thought Bill and Holmesy's battle could have been better. Um, but I thought, and Bill lose that on 25,000, hurt him. But as far as overall, man, I thought everybody came to play for the most part. Did, did some people lose? Like Rum, okay, I, I had Rum losing. Um, I didn't think that he, he, he was bad. I just thought that Reed was fine. Um, I had Ill Will winning 2-1, but I did think it was debatable, unlike you. You think that it was clear? I don't think it was clear. I have no issue with somebody saying John John won. Um, so I'm not gonna sit here and say, man, 
that um, there's really no loser for me. Everybody came to play. And Rum Nitty don't have to hold his head down because Rum Nitty was still fire and still cooking in that battle. Just Reed was super fire. Um, if I have to go up, and I know people are not going to like what I'm about to say, and I know we're going to get to it in a second, but um, if I had to say, man, Charlie Clips, bro, I felt like him kind of stuttering over his words <clears throat> in the first and third, kind of messed him up a little bit. But even then, his, his rounds, was, rounds was real good. So, but no losers, no losers. We as fans won, man. The only loser I would say, and I, I hate to call him a loser because he's not a loser. I felt like is, and it's not a loser, it's just a, a more unhappy. I wish we could have got to see Briz versus Mook. Outside of that, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad I didn't see that battle. Here we go. Um, my lose in this battle. I was right about this. I knew this was a bad matchup. Don't I didn't do like this matchup. Don't do, Don't do that. The loser was chess in this battle. I told you guys this was gonna happen. I told you his ass was going to get smoked 3-0. And that's exactly what happened in this battle. And everybody knows I'm not no damn K-Shine fan. K-Shine took his body and threw it to the, in the Mississippi River. And Chess Soul was gone three rounds to zero. You even said it yourself, Chess I mean, K-Shine had um, one of the best rounds in the battle. Oh, he did. And, <clears throat> but, but, you know, I'm not going to be that disrespectful. So, Chess, you know, he, I, I, he was fighting in this battle, man. Like, he was really fighting in this battle. He had some, he, he had, he, he, he had some nice shit up cooking. But I just thought K-Shine was just two times better, man. And that's why... Um, I I do have a uh, chess as my loser because when this battle came out, I did not like it, and people thought I was crazy about why you don't like this man because, and I said what 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 happened was gonna happen and it it and that's what happened man so um I definitely have him um battle as my uh loser um I think uh I think another loser when it when it comes to uh this battle is um. Is um I'm gonna I'm gonna say a bill collector man. I feel I felt like Bill Collector didn't give his 100 percent in this battle. I feel like he kind of let I feel like he kind of gave up in the middle of the battle. Sweet's prep, man. That's yeah, all I was like in the past. Yeah, man. And um and uh, and I it's just unfortunate that happened, and um I think that was just disappointing to see. But besides that, man, um, those are my uh, winners and losers for Summer Madness 10. Okay, okay. All right, so let's let's talk about let's talk about who had the best round of the night. Kayshawn. Kayshawn, second. Kayshawn was talking to Chess. I felt like Chess knew he lost. He knew. He was in over his head 
in that second round. I liked a lot of rounds. I liked Holmes's second. I liked Holmes's third. I liked Holmes's first. I liked, and I know I'm not, I'm not comparing, I'm just going through the battles. I liked Ill Will's third. Um, I liked Geechee's second. I liked um, Calico's third. Calico, Calico's second was hard. Verb had some good stuff. I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Um, what other? What else? Reed, Reed's. Ooh, Reed's first. Ooh, that was cooking. That was cooking. Reed was cooking the whole battle, but um, Reed's first for sure. Reed was firing the first. Um, but I'm going Keshawn the best battle, the best round of the night. His second man, he took Chess to school in that round, bro. Yeah, you Chess, you could look in Chess's face. And he knew that he lost that battle. Even in the third, I think there was a crowd there. Chess might have choked because they would have been going in on him on that battle. So I'm going Kayshawn second. Um. Yeah. So my my top of the throughout the night, <coughs> number three, I am going with um um my number three. I'm going with um. I'm going with Reed Dallas at number three. Um, I think his first round, it basically set the tone for everything. Number two, I'm going with Calico, man. I think Calico had Calico. I think this was one of his best performances I've seen. He, he showed you how versatile he is. He showed he's, he, he basically said, man, he could, he could rap with you, man. He could rap with anybody, and um, and um, and um, I I felt like I felt like um, I felt like T Top too. T Top he he had a he had a dope round also, and B Dot. I think those a lot of people had that bass battle of the night, but we'll get to that in a bit. And my number one is K Shine had the best round of the night. K Shine, nobody was close to it. There was oohs and ahs in there, even though it was in a small room. K Shine definitely was definitely um, the best uh, rounds of the night. Uh, and with that, with that being said, um, I got a, I got a. Those are my top three uh, with uh, Reed Dollars, uh, Calico, and K Shine. All right, so this goes to our next topic now. What was the battle of the night? T-Top versus oh. B-Dot. dot was the all-out war. Um, that's a preference who won. I thought B-Dot edged it 2-1. Shout out to Top, he was on our show. But I have no issue with anybody saying T-Top won. This battle was so close. I think that I gave it to B-Dot on first watch because he went second. And it was such a close battle. He loved that lasting impression. Even though I didn't, people love this third round. I gave the third round to T-Top. I thought B-Dot won round one and two. Um, I know everybody loved B-Dot's third. I thought it was okay. It was okay. The whole wrestling thing, that was okay to me. I mean, I liked, the, I liked some of it, but some of it I was like, ah, I don't know about that. But that this is a definite preference battle. Um, One's a little bit more lyrical. The other one is an angler's, and 
and and and schemes and just man, top is top is super creative, man. So yeah, I, I went beat down, but that was clearly the battle of the night night for me, and it should have been the 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 um I can't say it should have been the main event because we didn't look at it as the main event going in, but. That was the best battle of the night. The only thing close to to me was Aver versus um, Calico. And in that one, I edged Calico all three rounds. So, I mean, maybe two, one, but I gave it to Calico. So I'm going, the one that's most debatable is T-Top versus v -Dot. Man, that was not the best battle of the night. Oh. Okay, no, no, no. I'm just, I understand where you're coming from based off of your style, your yeah. preference, what you like. Two of I my favorite like, rappers, too. I Two don't of my like, favorite battle rappers. I don't like that shit, man. And, uh, <laughs> you know, and, um, like, I I, I don't know, man. I just feel like B-Dot, you know, I, I respect what the work he puts in for the West Coast and, you know, the work he's put in. But I feel like he's a copycat Lux sex times. And I can't wow. just... I just and I feel like I feel like he takes a long time to get to his point. The only reason why I was into that battle because because our our boy T Top, you know, who was on the show was on there. It kind of made me wanted to watch it a little bit more, and I was like, man. I, so I I, I was kind of into it, but then I I, I kind of lost taste of the battle towards going back and forth. But but my um. My battle of the night, I'm going with I'm going with Calico and Aver, man. A grudge match. Battle of the Midwest. These are the two guys that originally started it together, man. When with, with uh Calico, Young Ill, Hitman, Averb, Calico, I mean Young Miles, X Factor, Big T. And uh um these were the last two guys standing, man. And dude, these two guys are considered like top tier to some people. And just to see them battle on this stage, it was history. Like, um, and if you've been watching as long as I have, I, I just felt like this battle meant more to me. I think it lived up to his hype, to his expectations. A lot of people had Verb winning this battle, but I had Calico taking this battle 2-1 in this battle. So, uh, um, I thought this was the battle of the night. This battle, everything in it. And it definitely had a lot of replay value. So I got this battle of the night. Okay. I can't be mad at that. That, that, that. That's a good one. I think there was only three that you could have made a case for. So that, that I'm with that one. That would be my second one. So. And, just, and just to speak on... And just to speak on uh your 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 battle of the night, I actually had T winning that battle. Yeah, I know a lot of them do. It's good. And I oh. and I go ahead. No, I said and I told you this off air also, and I'll let the people know that's tuning in, or and that's gonna be tuning in later. I felt like T Top, when it comes to T Top, when he angles against you, you cannot be the man. T Top is one of the best anglers I know. When it comes to battle rap, he does it the, the better than anybody. So um, I had T Top. You know, I'm I, I love his angles, the way he approaches in battles. But uh, but uh, um, 
but B dot was talking that shit to him though. But I I I got I got uh I got uh I got T T top winning this battle two one. Okay, okay. I thought um I thought Averb and Calico or Geechee and Clip should have been the, the main event though. I will say that. Yeah, man, I was definitely surprised um how that happened though. Um I was surprised how that happened because I I honestly thought that um I honestly thought that Cal I mean uh Calico and Averb is like a high profile matchup and I just thought it would have been the main event but obviously it wasn't. Okay. Okay. All right. So um it looks like um it looks like this wraps up um, tonight's show. I just and- want to ask one question before we get out of here. And I want to say this to everybody out there. I had Geechee Gotti beaten Clips 2-1. I did. Uh, nah. <laughs> and I can even make it a 3-0. I felt like uh, Geechee clearly won the second. I, th- I felt like Clips stumbled in the first and in the third. He choked in the third, and I don't care what he says. He choked, um, and the little freestyle was cool, but I felt like Geechee, man. Geechee's angle towards Clips was fire. I know some people didn't like it. I had Geechee, man. I can really make a case that it's all three rounds, too. Yeah, man, I I wasn't a big fan of the angle. I felt like it, it, it. I felt like it wasn't hitting for me with that angle, and then with clips, I I just I just thought his bars just hit me more. Even when he stumbled, he was able to pick it back up. So I got Charlie Clips winning it two one, and, okay. and, and and with this battle, it's a preference battle. Also, it's it's all about what you like. Yeah, I think, and, uh, I think, you know, that, that for anybody that's, that's, that's thinking about becoming a battle rap fan, let me tell you this, man. Everything is preference. There's no judges on the battle except for the ultimate madness. It's your preference, what you like. I'm a big Loaded Lux fan. Keo's more of a Tay Rock, Sue Surf, Tsunami Surf. Um, he likes those rappers. And I like Tay Rock. I think Tay Rock's dope. But it's just different. I'm, I'm a big fan of B Dot. Um, me and Kyo just see things differently. So it, understand if you want to become a fan of this, this this sport, just know it's just preference, really. That's all it comes down to. But Kyo, with that being said, I just wanted to know what your thoughts was, man. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you, what you did for tonight, man. And this is a Friday night special, man, but we're going to be back popping next Wednesday. Y'all know what it is, man. Kyo, let's get to these shout outs. All right, man. This was a a long show to uh, gather everything in, and uh, I'm glad we were able to do the show. Apologize that we weren't able to do the show earlier this week. We had a uh, a lot of schedule conflict, but um, I'm glad for those those of you guys were able to take the time to able to tune in Friday night. Make sure um <clears throat> you go follow us on all media platforms, and go follow us on the MBS Central page. Um, here on out, we'll be move. We're, we'll be going on live on Facebook still, but we're going to be going on the MBS, the main, the actual main page, not the friend page, but the actual main page. 
And then make sure you tune into the Stardom Sidham show this Sunday on YouTube. The only show on NBS Central that's on YouTube. Make sure you go check it out. It's been good so far. Shout out to X. Shout out to the whole NBS team. With that being said, man, that's what a good way to end Friday night. Definitely, definitely. Once again, shout out to the Lightning taking that 3-1 lead in the Stanley Cup Finals. Shout out to the Celtics for fighting to stay alive in the playoffs, man. Super excited to see game six. So will we get Lakers-Celtics? Now that, you know, that's the biggest rivalry in the NBA. So hopefully, you know, we get that. I know uh, I just don't think that he can compete with the Lakers. I think the Celtics will be a little bit better matchup. No, I don't think they're going to win, but it will be a better matchup. But a shout-out to Keo, man, always holding it down. Like he said, if y'all can, man, go like, share all our videos. And if y'all can, man, go on the YouTube page and subscribe. Tell your friends subscribe. Tell your mama subscribe. Tell your brother subscribe. Tell your sister subscribe. Um, and then hit that notification bell, man, because we're going to keep putting out great content for you guys, man. Nothing but sports. We're here. We're coming. We're going to even go further in the future. So with that being said, this has been Let's Talk About It. I'm Trevor Sports. I guess my main man, Keo. We out. Peace.